0: Welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton today I've got John Palmore of Cree and uh, Alex Lohstetter of uh, APEI, and we're going to talk about the uh, power semiconductor industry and, in particular, you know, what companies are doing and what the demands are and how it's, uh, ironically, a very dynamic market for what is usually a pretty staid one. Isn't that Right, Alex, isn't that right? John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, as I was saying, uh, and Alex uh, could toss me an answer on this one, the whole aspect of silicon carbide has really stepped out from underneath the umbrella of wide band gap semiconductors to really be obvious to, to the engineering community as a solution, application solution in its own right, that there are specific spaces that it really, really shines in and that the community
1: has to take notice. Right. Um, you know, silicon carbide in particular, uh, over the years, uh, there have been a lot of development uh, at the device and the semiconductor level. And it's just been over the last few years, especially with uh, MOSFETs and transistors, uh, that people have been able to, to get that technology into modules, into applications, and really see how it impacts uh, performance. So, high energy efficiency, uh, reduced losses, uh, faster switching times, uh, actually in extreme environments, those types of applications. Uh, you're, you're now seeing this technology transition and actually see it out into the, the marketplace and in products and in systems, demonstrations to see what it can actually do.
0: Mm hmm. Well, and now we're at a point where. Uh, As we're moving this out into the marketplace, you're getting very concrete feedback on what they need and what they want from these products. What are some of the big trends
1: that you're seeing that is the demand pressure areas? Well, for us, we're Uh, we're definitely seeing uh, power density, uh, high current, uh, a real demand for energy efficiency, mobility, uh, those, those types of things.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this, um, is, this is John. I mean, one of the things that uh, has changed quite a bit, because this, this is a pretty conservative industry and, and uh, slow moving, but the, the nature of the discussions has changed quite a bit in the last couple of years. To so, you know, it used to be a lot of concern about uh, performance and reliability and cost, and that whole conversation has really now changed to being very specific about System needs and you know specific opportunities uh, for all the things that Alex uh, mentioned—the the speed and all—but it's a it's a much different conversation now because there's an acceptance that it's uh, it's real and it's it's ready, and so now we're getting to into the very specific system level discussions.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and one of those discussions, um, for example, a lot of people talk about how packaging is currently for some app spaces the weak link with. Uh, well, actually, all, ironically, back under the umbrella again, all wide gap semiconductors, um, because a lot of uh, engineers are ma- are demanding legacy packages that don't necessarily suit the performance characteristics of the
1: silicon carbide device. That's right. And uh, really to take advantage of silicon carbide and, and bring out uh, what it can do, uh, you have to start developing new packaging technologies. Uh, you know, you, you put a device in a package that was designed for silicon, uh, and it's just a, a standard silicon type package. Uh, you know, you you have inductance problems. You can't hit the speeds that you need to hit. Uh, you're not going to get the efficiencies. There's all these new materials, uh, new layouts, new designs that you can implement to really bring out. The characteristics of silicon carbide and the high performance.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. in particular, the the uh, layout of the commercial, the standard commercial modules, which which Cree has been offering, uh, is is not from favorable from the inductance standpoint. Um, so we, you know, Cree's been selling modules with a very industry standard footprint and pinout, but not the best performance. But really, to try to give them what they're used to uh, using. And API has been, been offering much higher performance, but, you know, not as industry standard designs. And uh, we're looking forward to, uh, uh, to covering really the whole spectrum across, you know, across uh, from what they're used to using to really the most optimized designs.
0: Well, and, and actually that brings us to the crux of it, doesn't it? What Cree and APEI intend to do to address these things together.
1: Yeah, the uh, as John mentioned, you know, we're API historically is operated at the the high performance side of the spectrum. Uh, We do custom designs, special designs, uh, all kinds of IP and technology that we've developed. And our goal moving forward together is to cover the entire band uh, from industry standard to high performance and to bring a lot of this high-performance technology uh, closer down into the industry standard type of approaches so you get a, a good mix and we can address the much larger and broader marketplace.
2: And there's there's applications that uh, will stress different things. Some of them will be very performance-heavy uh, in terms of their requirements. Some are more cost-related, uh, and so we, we want to offer kind of uh, – the best solution for that particular application by by offering products you know across the spectrum.
1: Got it. And of course, it, it. At, yeah. at the same time, at the same time, uh, when we do that, you know, we leverage all of this capability, and we want to reduce cost across the entire band.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, it, that's uh, is all about costs. Some um, some some famous. Uh, well, I shouldn't say some famous people, but some people famously said that uh, the industry will accept any advance as long as it's free. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But unfortunately, uh, it is true.
2: Of the market we're in.
0: But then again, actually, that's in every market. Everybody wants to save money. It's just that in the situation of power and power electronics and power engineering, (laughs) you really do wind up, in a situation where you, the the technology is pushing you forward and uh, everyone else is saying, well, no, not so fast, not so fast. We've got to make sure this is safe, functional, standardized, XYZ, fill in the blank.
2: Yeah. Well, one of the things that we've, we've had some success with is actually through um, systems demonstrations, applications, uh, engineering, et cetera, we've been able to demonstrate that despite the fact that silicon carbide is more expensive than silicon, at the system level, it actually does save you money. It is cheaper than using silicon by virtue of being able to operate at much higher frequencies, saving on magnetics, heat sinks, etc.
1: And that's the whole idea is you, you don't have to, to do a one-for-one one swap with, for example, a silicon IGBT module in terms of costing. Uh, you really aim for the performance of the system-level design and the system-level expenses uh, in whatever type of application that you're going after. And so, for example, in automotive, hybrid electric vehicles uh, or electric vehicles, for example, you have to cool the electronics in the hybrid. Uh, they use multiple cooling loops. Uh, if mm-hmm. you can eliminate one of those cooling loops, you can reduce costs of the entire system, and it becomes a major advantage to use silicon carbide. You have to look at have to look at more than just the direct comparison of module to module. Yeah,
2: it's not that a part. that makes all the difference in the world.
0: Yeah. You were saying not a part to part?
2: It's not a part to part comparison. That doesn't give you, that doesn't tell you what the advantage of sodium carbide is. It's the system level bill of materials taking advantage of the higher frequency operation, higher temperature, uh, et cetera.
0: Well, and, and that's exactly it. Because you can eliminate subsystems like cooling, or increase performance efficiencies, or increase reliabilities, or tolerances. That cascade those cascading benefits far outweigh the, you know, on the face of it, potential quote unquote costs. Right.
2: Yeah, and, and, it, and typically what we're doing is saving money on magnetics, so uh, that's that's the most typical way that uh, customers are saving money.
1: When you get into systems that are running 24-7, and if you're going with an a energy-efficient solution, then you have to look at the lifetime expense of using that energy uh, and the savings that you're going to, to get from that over the lifetime of the system. And that becomes a, an important cost for that system. Well, exactly
0: because, uh, well, the old saying "penny wise and pound foolish," right? You know, you you you, you scrimp and you st- you know you really push hard and you put in say something very efficient, and then there's a bottleneck in the system that you didn't foresee because you were focusing so much on the one gain that you lose it all on the back end, like putting maybe the best. Uh, Power devices in your cell phone, but mismatching your antenna. Right, right. Exactly. So um, where is this partnership looking to go in the future, or is it just going to be more, you know, just progressive development in that direction, or are you guys and gals over there cooking up something really interesting that we're going to be surprised with soon?
2: well we're we're only uh we're less than a week into the uh, acquisition so we uh we're we're still learning each other's names uh, somewhat but uh yeah the idea is we want to take the the best of both worlds and combine our um leadership in the, in the chip technology with uh API's leadership in in packaging and and applications expertise and figure out what the next uh, what the next level uh, products will be, and um, you know so we're we're going to be figuring that out over the over the uh, near and long term.
1: And for us, we're uh, yeah we're very excited from the standpoint of you know as a small business uh, historically we've been uh, very resource limited and uh, we now have an opportunity to really. Uh, have a a larger future impact on the marketplace uh, now that we're Cree, and uh, there are much uh, larger and and improved resources available uh, for us to bring technology and, and our ideas to the marketplace, so we're really excited about that. Very cool, gentlemen.
0: Now, uh, before I let you go today, and I want to thank you for coming, uh, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word in my show, and um, you guys can share the moment and talk a little bit each, or one can you uh, monopolize the entire time, but it could be about uh, the products and services, it could be about the market, or just a tip for our audience, but uh, gents, the floor is yours.
2: Now
1: go ahead, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, for us, um, you know, the last thing that I would say is uh keep an eye out for uh these very exciting new products uh that that we're going to be bringing out uh and uh improving and uh, there's a lot of test and qualification that we're going through and a lot of reliability uh, types of items that we're tackling and uh, we're just very excited to have uh, a whole product line of items that we can now bring out as Cree. So, uh, that's what I would say.
2: Yeah, and this is John, and, and uh, I just want to say that, uh, you know, this, we're very serious and see a very large uh, potential opportunity for silicon carbide power devices in this market, and uh, we think Power modules is a key aspect of bringing that advantage uh, forward, and we're excited to, uh, to be working with API, now Cree Fayetteville, and, and uh, bringing new technologies to the market.
0: Excellent. Well, hey, John, thank you so much. Alex, thank you so much. I'm really glad that you gentlemen have taken the time to come out on the show and uh, talk about all of this, especially, as I was saying, in a market that is normally stayed but is uh, very volatile right now. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Alex. The pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paltz for Paltz on Power. Have a great day.